What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode two of The State of Awareness. I'm Will Copper. And I'm Colin Hendricks. And we're about to give you guys some knowledge today. <laughs> so uh, first thing that uh, we both wanted to talk about is um, thank you, everyone, for the support after the first episode. Yeah. We had some problems getting it out there, not on time on that Friday like we thought, and everyone stuck through it. And then when it got released, I think on Monday, everyone was giving us good feedback. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, incredible. Thank you guys so much. For all the listens, all the five-star reviews, um, it's truly incredible how many people listened within that like first day. Yeah, and so far, it's still only iTunes that it got released on. I'm having issues with Google and Spotify, but mm -hmm. we'll figure it out. And the more episodes we push out, the more of a routine we can get in, and it'll get approved easier. Yeah, and, and we're running off of one mic right now. Yeah, one microphone. So that's why the audio kind of sounds a little... Echoey. Echoey. Yeah. Um, we're working on getting a second mic here soon, so... It'll, production quality will definitely go up in a little bit here, so. Mm -hmm. And so, we're ready to dive right into it. So let's go ahead and get started. So today, um, there's a couple of things that we're gonna go over. Um, on some local politics, I wanted to let everyone know that there is going to be a climate march uh, downtown September 20th. Downtown Omaha. Downtown Omaha, my bad. Not, I might have listeners all around the <laughs> All around the country. All around the globe. <laughs> Um, what's his name? I'm Pitbull International. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> but, yes, but in Omaha, I mean, I think this is actually a countrywide protest. Yeah. This isn't just in Omaha. So it mm -hmm. actually is around the country. September 20th, I think it starts at 9 a.m. Yeah. in Omaha. So I will be there. And I then. I believe I have to work because I'm a. Because you know, he's. Slave. Yeah, because he he's got a job. He doesn't have time to protest the environment. <laughs> and then. Um, uh, so another thing about local politics, uh, Trump officially endorses Ben Sass for his re-election for the Senate. Who's Ben Sass, by the way? Ben Sass is a senator. He's a corporate sellout. Nebraska in Nebraska okay. senator. Yeah, he basically <laughs> he's he's a typical Republican. He has a lot of donors. Uh, you don't really know what he really stands for besides looking out for corporations. He kind of mixes up his message like he has a small farm worker message, but he's really just a corporate just elite. corporate farmer dude. Yeah. yeah. Don't and I don't endorse him at all. He's a piece of garbage. He's not for the working people at all. It's not because he's a Republican. It's because he takes money from corporations and corporate farms. That's why I don't like Ben Sass. So that endorsement is dog shit. <laughs> um and then next thing I want to talk about uh, well actually Anything on Ben Sass? Uh, I don't know much about him. I I hate Pete Ricketts. I'm sure they're probably one of the same. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the same same, same club, dude, yeah. same party that we're not invited that's, to. That's yeah. probably what I'm guessing. They're just probably the same guy. Yeah. So, um, and then I wanted to give you guys another uh, update on. There's actually on some local politics with a man by the name of Mark. Uh, how do you say his last name? I don't know. He goes by Mark in Midtown. I'm Mark sure. in Midtown. And um, I'm trying to pull up his Facebook page right here. We, so I, I can... we found him through this video he had yeah. posted um, in Midtown where he, he writes abolish ice all over on the sidewalks. And <laughs> this triggered boomer came up and yeah. like parked in the middle of like a bike lane and just came over yeah. and like started trying to like, he was all heated and he had a bottle of water and he was like erasing the abolish on the sidewalk. Yeah. And this this dude, I think it's kind of a genius tactic because sidewalks are public domain. You can do whatever you want with them. Um, yeah. Defacing them with chalk isn't defacing like public property. 
because it can easily be washed away. So he's been writing abolish ICE and all of his political standings on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people, I mean, hundreds of people will see it a day. I think, I think it's a genius, genius tactic. Yeah. Uh, so what, so the story that I got from um, Mark's Facebook page is that he actually went to court and the court said that it is a freedom of speech to be able to write in chalk on the sidewalk. <laughs> so that's basically what he was doing. So it's actually a legal thing. It's not like graffiti or anything. So he's using it as a way to get a, a message out there and a message of abolishing ICE in my opinion, is an awesome message because mm -hmm. ICE is the modern Gestapo. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Giving you guys a little bit radical right there. You know, I'm sorry about that one, but that's just how I feel about they ICE. Definitely are. We'll get into that one day too. Yeah. Um, ICE isn't law enforcement. No. ICE is not a, a police force. They're, they're completely separate from that. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the ICE was invented after 9-11. We had other ways of border protections way before 9-11, before yeah. ICE was ever created. But anyways... Different conversation, but Mark in Midtown, he is um, running for the ninth district state legislator in Nebraska, and he is an open uh, socialist. And I am going to pledge my full endorsement behind him, and I will support his campaign because we have state legislators in this state that are taking rights away from women for the right to choose, you know, if they want to get an abortion or not. Mm -hmm. We have state senators that are basically backing up a uh, anti-environment agenda that's going around the mm -hmm. country right now. So I absolutely am going to uh, radicalize um, my views when it comes to certain issues that we can't take a middle ground approach on. So I'm going to go ahead and you know, put my faith in the socialists and I'm going to vote for him yeah. for sure. But that's I mean, definitely. I won't vote for him because he's not in my district, but... He has my support for sure. Yeah, 100%. What is your opinion? Do you think that a socialist might turn off other type of workers in Omaha? Like um, any, not workers, but uh, voters? I think it's, the biggest thing is just the socialist label. I feel like a lot mm -hmm. of people are uninformed on what it is. I think a lot of people associate it with communism. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Americans are still so scared of communism since the Red Scare back in the yeah. 60s. And yeah, it, it's mm -hmm. so. Well, my whole thing is, I don't. Yeah, I don't, labels are, they are the annoying, labels. they are annoying, yeah, yeah. and I think as humans, we do like labels at some point, because we like to know that we belong to some sort of ideology or philosophy at the and end of the day. And it's a generalization, it just makes things easier. Yeah, it's, it's a tribal yeah. thing, like, but I honestly do believe, and you guys are gonna have to bear with me on this one, if you don't turn off the red, if you don't turn off this podcast since we mentioned socialism, if you just stick with us, I can show you how and what socialism could and actually mean that could benefit the, you know, the American people yeah. and the working class. Yeah. And it's not what you think it is. You know, there's, there's different variations of capitalism. The, the current capitalism we have now that has leaves 30 to 40,000 people uninsured, 30 to 40 million uh, Americans that can't afford it in general. And we have majority of Americans filing medical bankruptcy because they can't afford to pay their medical yeah. bills. That system doesn't work. And there's also radical uh, versions of socialism that doesn't work. Um, you know, Stalin yeah, and the Soviet Union. It's like you, there's a yes. you could do a right way of capitalism, and there's an extreme way, the bad way. There's a right way of socialism, and there's a bad way of socialism. So yeah, exactly. So to, to just summarize, summarize what's going on with Mark, uh, he's a open socialist, and he's running for the state legislator in the ninth district in Omaha. I think that's like the Which downtown. I think it's awesome. I think it's like the downtown yeah. area, right? I think it's awesome that he's running as an open socialist. Oh yeah, yeah. no doubt because socialists are running 
all throughout the country right now in the South even and winning. Yeah. So you can look that up. There's, there's plenty of socialists um, out there that are running and they're winning in their states because yeah. a lot of people are starting to realize, like I mentioned, the system that we have now isn't working for them. Mm-hmm. So uh, new ideologies are coming back in, you know, like things from the past and we're updating them to modern times and we're taking away the bad and keeping the good. And I honestly think that we can find an awesome system that benefits the working class and not just the top up there. But there's that uh, whole thing with Mark in Midtown. Um, and then Colin, did you want to talk about, did you want to talk yeah. about the issue with some of those local stores? Yeah. Speaking of uh, taking advantage of workers, um, there is a store I don't want to name drop. I don't want to start anything or have an angry flash mob go towards it. And I'm sure you guys have heard about it or you can find it, but, uh, there's a store in Benson in Omaha that, um, is under heat right now, um, and my biggest thing, and it's funny to me, is it, it's a liberal store. They're like, we're for POC rights, we're for LGBTQ rights, um, we're an open liberal store, Bernie 2020, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's in Benson, and it's kind of a, a really progressive area. Um, I think it's really funny that this place is running as just like, we're a safe haven, we're a beacon, you know, buy our clothes, yeah. um, it's just a cash grab. Uh, it's yeah. really funny to me because there's a lot of employees right now talking about how bad the owner has treated them, um, given them bad wages, bad hours, um, is just mistreating them, openly says slurs, um, wow. all this stuff. Um, I just yeah. thought it was really ironic that yeah. um, this liberal liberal store is fronting as a liberal store, as a yeah. beacon for uh, people to come buy their clothes, give them business just because of that, mm-hmm. and then turn around and treat their workers like shit. I just think yeah. it's really funny. <laughs> it's, you know, the reason why I find this topic really interesting, because what you just described is what the Democratic Party is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Democratic Party is a front for, uh, basically, I mean, if you look at the the, the all the top Democrats in uh, the Senate and the Congress House, and look at their donors. I mean, look at Chuck Schumer's donors, look at Nancy Pelosi's donors. They're, 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 they take money from pharmaceutical lobbyists, war mm-hmm. lobbyists, and climate and, and, and lobbyists, and all this shit, and they put on a front like they're so for the people because they, you know, they, they're really cool with black people and gay people. Yeah, so yeah. everyone thinks that they're awesome, but at the end of the day, they, Nancy Pelosi said um, a $15 minimum wage when Bernie announced in 2016 was unrealistic. Yeah. Medicare for all is unrealistic. Ending illegal wars is unrealistic. So these liberal or these faux progressives that are starting to yeah. come up and, and, yeah. and at the end of the day yep. they're not and especially and you can they're not progressives and they're not leftists and they're not allies or comrades or whatever you want to call them yep at the end of the day all they care about is making money and you can be all cool and you know like oh our company added multiple gender options onto our applications yeah. <laughs> but pay their employees 725 an hour exactly. or whatever the that's fuck the, the minimum that's the part to me it's yeah. just and it's, and it's, I'm sure it's not just the store. It's a local store. It's a small business. Um, I mean, like even Starbucks or Target, you know what I mean? They run as progressive, uh, openly progressive places, Absolutely. but like they yeah. give their workers shitty wages and all this. I just think it's very funny. Yeah, definitely. And, 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 and it makes me also think of like how these big corporations, when it's pride month with that. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah. When yeah, it's, go. <laughs> when it's pride month and they'll have like, you know, their, all their profile pictures on social media, they'll yeah, have rainbow a rainbow <laughs> yeah. and they'll come out with some cool rainbow shoes. But what they don't tell you is a kid had to make those shoes at child, you know, a child slave camp in China. 
and they're acting like they're all cool and they're all about the people and, and human rights and dignity, but yet they exploit child labor in other countries. They don't care about people. They don't care about being morally right. They care about money. Yeah. And the only reason companies started to to have progressive ideas in their in their businesses because they realized they were losing money because there's on a it. there's yeah, a profit the, on it. The now. boycotts and stuff. like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Once there is it, once you can you can advertise socialism in a way that can make your uh, your company money. A company will do it yeah. absolutely, and a comp and a local company down in Benson doing that ab- makes ab- and, absolute. And sense I have to no me. problem with a company being left and like preaching leftist ideals mm-hmm. as long as they fucking like follow through with it. You yeah, I mean? yeah, and I apply that same logic to politicians. Yeah, yeah. If you want to claim to be a progressive, a democratic socialist, a social do- uh, democrat, whatever the f- uh, you want to go by, yeah. If you don't have the policy to back that up, what comes out of your mouth is dog shit. Yeah. And I'm going to get into that more, not this episode, but down the line of yep. who we should be trusting when it comes to these elections. But yeah, so to summarize that story that Colin was talking about, um, there's a, there's some uh, fake progressive store down in Benson that is treating their employees like shit. They claim to be so progressive and woke, but at the end of the day, they're not, and they're only doing it just probably for publicity mm-hmm. or attention. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you see that all over the damn country. Yeah. So some uh, some federal uh, news I wanted to get to is what's pretty big is uh, Trump fired uh, John Bolton, who, who is, is Bolton. Um, John Bolton is Trump's um, national security advisor, who basically is what a national security advisor does is he's the one that is giving um, military and strategic advice to the president. Okay. So what Trump campaigned on was anti-interventionalism in the general, I mean, in the 2016 campaign. So basically he was saying shit like, we need to get out of Afghanistan, Syria, and all this shit. Um, Now Trump's in office and he's, you know, obviously not doing those things. Uh, his first week in office, I think he dropped like a fucking megaton bomb. In yeah, I remember that the Moab. Yeah, it yeah. was like the, it was like the second largest bomb next to a nuke. Like what the fuck? Did man? it kill like fourteen civilians or something like that? It probably did. Yeah. I mean, at this point, who's counting? Yeah, like you know, I don't, I don't like, exactly. I just remember like back. It was like twenty sixteen, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. In, in the name of freedom. But it, it, what it, what just drives me crazy on that is he just tricked a lot of people into you know voting for him because he was going to get us out of these wars yeah. and he didn't. But John Bolton is a warmonger, he's a war hawk, he's a piece of shit, he's a war criminal, and he should be in prison for his war crimes. He was the, uh, he orchestrated the Iraq War, he, he's the one that basically got intelligence, false intelligence about the weapons of mass destruction that were never in Iraq, mm-hmm. that gave us the reason to go there in the first place. Yep. He's, just, he's just a garbage, warmongering person who's funded by the military-industrial complex. And Trump fired him, and this is good for our country. Yeah. This is very good for our country, regardless of what you think of Trump, because it means that Trump and John Bolton have different ideologies on what's going on right now in, in, in North Korea, Saudi Arabia, Syria, and all around the country. So this is good news for the American people. Don't let CNN or MSNBC tell you otherwise, because Nancy Pelosi, uh, the head Democrat that's a neoliberal corporate dog shit politician... <laughs> Is saying that it's it's showing how divided the Trump administration is and making it seem like it's a bad thing for Trump. This is a good thing for the American people. Any comment on that one? <laughs> I, I'm not very uh, informed okay. on it, um, but I agree with that 100%. Definitely, yeah. Um, so that's basically the take on that. John Bolton getting fired is a good thing. 
Let's hope Trump puts in someone that is a little less war hawkish and doesn't have money to gain from war and innocent people dying. Just like put so, some like Master Chief or something. Yeah, he's going to put, if he puts, I, this is going to probably make a lot of you guys mad because General Mattis has a high approval rating for whatever reasons I don't know why. But if he chooses Mattis, then that would be a horrible thing because he's a, he's a warmonger. He may be a general. He may be badass Marine, but he's a warmonger. He profits off fucking war as well. So, you know, keep that garbage I over just, there. I just hope they don't put in uh, General Shepard from War, uh, Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> I mean, uh, who? so Modern Warfare... <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that, man. You're funny. Damn. That's a good one, though. Moving on to the uh, next uh, news, for some national news, I should say. Um, uh, the, the amount of people that have gone uninsured since Trump's been elected has gone up. Um, in a New York Times article, it says about 27.5 million people, or 8.5% of the population, lacked health insurance for all of 2018. That's up 7.9% from the year before. Yee. And it's the first time, uh, well, end quote, is Will talking now, for the first time since uh, the Affordable Care Act was passed that the uninsured rates actually went up. Um, I think this is significant because often we hear from Trump and the mainstream media, even even Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC, they all agree with each other that the economy is doing awesome because unemployment is low and Wall Street's making money. But this is an indication, like, people not being able to afford health care is an indication that the economy is not doing good. And when you combine these with other stats saying, like, um, CEO pay as opposed to worker pay has gone up, like, 200%, while worker pay has gone up by, like, 1% or 2% if you, if you count inflation. If you add all these things up and you kind of notice the trend here that the economy is not doing good because people can't afford to stay healthy. They can't afford to afford health insurance, they can't afford college for their kids, and and the unemployment may be low, and Wall Street may be thriving, but just because unemployment is low doesn't mean the American people are doing good, you know, and, yeah. and the jobs that are being created in this economy are low-paying, part-time jobs, so just because people have jobs doesn't mean that everything's handy-dandy, these people are still making 10, 11, 12 dollars an hour, and they have to work two or three jobs just to make ends meet. And the fact that the uninsured in this country, we're supposed to be the greatest country on earth, and we have um, now an increase of almost 8% of uninsured, probably putting at the rates of maybe 50 million people are uninsured now in this That's country. Insane. It just, That's insane. Yeah, and, 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 and this will tie into the major topic. Um, I can kind of transition here. Um, yeah. Because it ties in. It all ties in with each other and how it works. But so our major topic is the uh it's the anniversary of 9-11 it has Woo! been it, oh, jesus man <laughs> it has been 18 years since uh the towers in new york fucking fell. crazy it's 18 yeah. years 18 years since Fuck. the towers fell um after we were attacked by al-qaeda and the saudi arabian uh government um it sucks that 18 years later we still are holding this this war that's going on, war on terror. Um, we're in multiple countries. I think we're bombing eight different countries, if, uh, including Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria. Um, and, and, and the war on terror has, has crippled the United States economy. 
Um, it can be argued that since 9-11, uh, the war on terror contributed to the downfall of the economy back in 2008 that yeah. put millions of people out of their homes and, and made millions of people homeless. But I wanted to talk about um, more in depth of the impacts of war and, you know... The impact of 9-11. And the impact of 9-11, yeah, yeah, and how it changed our country and basically how we, how we decided to get involved in international... Um, uh, affairs. I mean, even before 9-11, we still were pretty involved in the Middle East and all around the world. But yeah. after 9-11, it got, it got ramped up. Like we're talking, everyone was supporting the war, uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan oh besides only a select few, uh, shout out to Bernie Sanders. <laughs> um, you know, what drives me crazy about 9-11 and the response is, we didn't even do anything to the country that did it. I mean, multiple reports show from the government that Saudi Arabia was the one that orchestrated 9-11, and we haven't dropped a bomb on Saudi Arabia since 9-11's happened. No. In fact, we've done multiple billion-dollar weapon sales to them, but we haven't held them accountable for housing and, and funding and training these terrorists that took down the towers. And instead, we've been wasting trillions of dollars in Afghanistan and Iraq trying to justify. And, and at this point, I don't even know what we're doing there anymore. Well, you know, let's, let's back up a little bit. Um, explain your military background. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I was in the military for six years. Um, I was in supply. I was in fuel supply. You were in the army, right? I was in the army. Yeah. yeah, I was in the army for six years, and I deployed to Afghanistan in 2012 and 2013. And my experience, my experiences in war, has made me a very anti-war person because yeah. I don't understand what we're doing there, and 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 the poverty I saw, and I have people that I deployed with that can attest to this. Um, it, it, it messes you up and, 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 it, and it makes you view the world in a different lens because you see the poverty that is there and it makes you kind of realize that the world is dark and scary. So yeah. I, I wanted to bring that up yeah, before yeah. Uh, someone who doesn't know you listens to this and is like, well, what yeah. do you know about war? Yeah, yeah you know exactly. I mean? yeah. It's a very, I, I, per, I, pers I have a personal um, uh, opinion about this yeah. because I, yeah, I've experienced war. I've seen bad things that come from war. I was um, blessed enough to not be shot at or or injured in any physical way in that war. Combat, but yeah. yeah, but I, you know, I still had to see the poverty. I had to see the people living on the streets and dead babies and stuff like that. Yeah, sorry up. to go fucked up. Sorry to go dark on you guys, but yeah, that's kind of what you know we have to go through. But I just wanted to, you know, I want to give you to a, make them relate. Yeah, and you, you know, have a, a feeling, and, and yeah. you see it. You, you like these wars that these politicians want us to go through. Working class people go to these wars and and fight them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like your brothers and your sisters, your uncles and your aunts. Like it's not like you know, some special forces that's just going to do, do this, like a handful of people. No, like it's they, it's not called, it's a, it's yeah. a, yeah, it's a mass recruitment and it's people that you know that they'll send to these wars that are ruined for the rest of their lives yeah. and what they have to yeah. see. And yeah, that's basically why I'm so passionate about it because I just, I don't want anyone to have to experience it for no reason. And now I want, I want to talk about how, um, the money that we spent on these wars, what they could have been used back home. And it's estimated that the uh, uh, Afghanistan war, I'm just going to lowball it because I don't know the exact number. We'll just go with a trillion dollars. 
Is that fine? That's a trillion. <laughs> just a trillion. Just a wee bit. And that's a, a that, and that's a low a ball. Bit. That's a low ball. Yeah. Trillions. Uh, I mean, a trillion dollars wasted in Afghanistan. Yeah. And what have we accomplished in 18 years besides 4,000 troops dying? No. Nothing. We haven't accomplished anything. No. Um, our water and infrastructure is breaking down. No. We have a Flint, uh, Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan water crisis. There's a water crisis thing going on in uh, New Jersey right now. I forgot the exact uh, city name. I'm sorry. I'm a failure, but there's one going. The, but the point on that is, is that there's plenty of cities in the greatest country on earth that have our non-drinking water. Um, our schools, our schools are underfunded. Hospitals. Te- yeah. Teachers yeah. have to buy their own school supplies. Our housing. Uh, yeah. It, there's so many things we could have put this money into. And at this point, the American people know that we are wasting money in Afghanistan. I think the approval rating for this war is like 18%. So why are we still there and why are we allowing these politicians to keep doing this? We need to get the fuck out of Afghanistan. They had nothing to do with 9-11. Al-Qaeda isn't even the, the real enemy there anymore. All we're fighting is the Taliban, and all the Taliban is is an insurgency who's just protecting their country. Exactly. That's all the Taliban is. The Taliban and Al-Qaeda are two different entities. Al-Qaeda is a terrorist organization. The Taliban is an organization inside of Afghanistan that is fighting the United States because they don't want us there. We don't need to be there. End of discussion. So every single time... You see a new article of a U.S. troop dying over there. You should not get sad. You should get angry. And that's how we should be acting yeah. uh, when yeah. it comes to these wars. And another thing that has me angry is if you looked at the amount of civilians that we've killed in these wars illegally and no accountability. I think we, uh, the numbers say we killed over a, a million people in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah. A million people. And they're wondering why uh, there's still terrorism going around in the world. Maybe it's destabilizing those regions and dropping tons and tons of fucking bombs on them. And they have no choice but to turn to radicalization. You know what I'm saying? And want revenge on, and want revenge yeah. on this country. Yeah. Exactly. I, we have the worst foreign policy in, that I have ever seen. Like, we are going to ruin our own country because our, we're ruining other countries. Uh-huh. We're going to continue to perpetuate these wars and kill innocent people and waste trillions of dollars unless we start holding politicians accountable and we calling out take the a bullshit. fucking note out of japan's book and just mind <laughs> our own fucking business yes and why like the, it, it's just so obvious at this point why we're doing it it's for resources yeah. everyone knows oh, yeah. we wage wars for oil, for oil. Yep. yeah exactly and 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 what did what dave Chappelle say oil Bitch, you cooking? Like, you know, like, you know, that's how the United States acts. Like, yeah. you know, like we don't know. Like, we know it's for oil. We have um, the dude that just got fired, John Bolton, on live TV, saying that the reason why we're uh, trying to do regime change in Venezuela is because of their oil. It's just never ending. Yeah. You know, the U.S. The, the United States was able to use 9/11 as an excuse to uh, to launch illegal regime change wars all around the Middle East. And get the whole country to back it. Too. And get the whole country to yeah. back it. They I, started putting, I, like, pride shit in NFL games. Yep. You know, like... I, I don't know if everyone remembers, but I remember pretty vaguely. Uh, I was, like, in first grade or something. But I just remember... Um, I didn't really... You know, we stood for the pledge and everything. But after 9-11, it was... Everyone was wearing <laughs> American shirts. Everyone was like... Yeah. Yeah, kill Osama! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was... It was ins- The patriotism was insane. Right, yeah. And, and you know, that's a, that's a very good point because it shows you 
the propaganda and how strong how strong patriotism yeah. and, and nationalism um can can be can be yeah. exactly and it, it can make people um close off their critical thinking skills and just listen to anything that is revenge wise when it comes to these wars yeah. you know what i'm saying like we killed osama bin laden in 2011 i remember yeah listen to this you want to know you want to know why i'm the chosen one i'm just kidding <laughs> my first day in the army was the day that we killed Osama bin Laden. My very first day in the army. And I thought that was significant. I'll never forget the day. I was in the hotel. I was about to leave for basic training. And the president went on the TV and was like, we killed Osama bin Laden. That was in 2011. It's 2019 now. And we're still in Afghanistan. You're, you could have, we've been in Afghanistan for so long you could have not been born when 9-11 happened and you can enlist today and fight that war that you weren't even born when it happened, when, when the attack started. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I just want to reiterate this point of I'm not defending Afghanistan. I'm just saying Afghanistan didn't even do 9-11. Iraq didn't do 9-11. Saudi Arabia did. Bush did. And, yeah, Bush, <laughs> Bush knocked down the tower. So that's a, that's a good song. You should look that up. <laughs> But yeah, this isn't a conspiracy theorist podcast, but you know, <laughs> that's a good one Adam though. Jones. Yeah. Um, the thing, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up is when it comes to war, I remember back in high school, um, my horrible uh, government teacher was like, you know, Democrats are usually anti-war and Republicans are usually pro-war. You know, Republicans believe in heavy interventionalism and Wrong. Democrats, yeah. And Democrats believe in, in, in uh, non-interventionalism. Wrong. Liar bullshitter whoever whoever thinks that throw that out of your head right now throw it out of your head right now because republican and democrats establishment ones support war in the same way obama exactly and 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 if you look at if you look at the um the presidency of obama from the moment he got elected in 2008 drone strikes baby to when he got out in 2016 drone strikes drone strikes he was the drone in chief he had a kill list he 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 took two wars to seven wars president obama is a warmonger just like bush was just like cheney was just like trump is and don't get it twisted uh you can look this up yourself if you look at how much uh uh how many people died, civilians died under the uh, Barack Obama presidency it's much higher from drone strikes? Bushes, isn't it? It's, I'm not sure if it's higher than Bush's, but it's the fact that you, they are comparable yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. Because Obama got a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> Someone that has a, a kill list should not have a mobile. Oh uh, my uh, God. Uh, yeah, a fucking I peace prize. I forgot about that. Yeah. So. Uh, like I, like we said in that first episode, I'm going to give you guys it raw and real. I don't give a shit about Democrats or Republicans. I will call warmongering out on the left and the right. Well, I should say the right and the center right. Did you know that Osama bin Laden had anime on his uh, computer? He had he had uh, hentai porn. Hentai, yeah. too. <laughs> and, and he had the uh, Charlie bit my finger meme. Yeah. yeah, he's just a regular dude. Yeah. You know, he just, he likes he, to... He likes memes, he liked anime, he liked hentai. <laughs> He's yeah. a cool dude. He's so, a shot. so um, he's not a cool dude. Not a cool dude. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm definitely happy his ass got his ass whooped and he got killed and everything. Um, you know, but I think Ronald Reagan would be sad though he died because they were good friends. Yeah. Him and Ronald Reagan Gosh. were good friends back in the oh. back in the 80s. Rest in paradise. Um, <laughs> fuck Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Piss on his grave. <laughs> 
fucking the worst president in the history. Anyways, it's um sorry. <laughs> This topic uh, went off the rails, but um, <laughs> Sorry, so to summarize what I just talked about, um, it's not uh, today is Wednesday, September eleventh, two thousand nineteen, and it's the eighteenth anniversary of nine eleven. Since nine eleven's happened, we've wasted trillions on war, and our country has fallen apart from yep. the cause, from the economic um, hindrance of this war. We've killed millions of civilians with no due process. Um, uh, we've had Democrats and Republicans endorsing these illegal wars, yeah. uh, profiting off of it. Um, and uh, the very biggest point is the people that perpetuated 9-11 in the first place, we haven't dropped a bomb on them. And we've done multiple arms deals with them under the Trump administration. And that country is Saudi Arabia. They funded the terrorists, they housed the terrorists, and they trained the terrorists. And we are giving them taxpayer monies uh, for uh, web in weapons deals, yeah. and the military industrial complex is profiting off of Saudi Arabia, and it just blows my mind that that I would get labeled um, unpatriotic for saying what I'm saying today, but Trump would get praised for giving Saudi Arabia money, even though they're the ones that perpetuated it's, 9/11. It's so ass backwards that you're if, if you're pro war, you're patriotic, but mm -hmm. if you're anti war and you want your country to be better and more sustainable um, and have a better future for our children and everything, that you're unpatriotic. It just doesn't make sense. Patriotism in this country has been corrupted by the media it's and backwards. Yeah, it, exactly. Patriotism is 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 being proud of your country for providing them with health care. And yeah. everyone is healthy. We have an education system that everyone benefits from, and we have an economy that works for everyone. Yeah. And a That's stable patriotism. economy, yeah. and uh, stable health care, uh, exactly. stable housing, affordable housing. Not a fucking D-minus infrastructure rating. You know, I want to be proud of my country yeah. in the aspect of... I don't, I'm, not, I'm not proud because we're bombing other people. I'm proud because we have fucking... Um, we're not using fossil fuels yeah. and destroying the world. You know, that's what, that's patriotism. Or we're killing innocents to get that stuff. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's basically to summarize the major topic for today, the the anniversary of 9-11. And yeah, that's my, that's my take on great, that. Great second episode, I think. Yeah, very good second episode. That's the conclusion of it. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, once again, I... I'm at a loss for words for the awesome feedback I've been getting from yeah, you guys. Thank you guys. Uh, keep staying engaged with us on the Facebook page. I'm going to post more posts about political and current events. Um, you want to try next week to do like a Q&A episode or something like yeah, that? Yeah, next week uh, we'll do a segment where I will read your guys' questions and we'll do that and I'll answer some questions. Yeah. And ask hard questions, you know. Challenge me and, and don't hold back if... If you're a good friend of mine or if you're scared that I would get offended because you're challenging my ideas, don't be. I like cha I like being challenged. Or if you just want us to elaborate more on something we yes, said already. Yes, that too, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I mean, I sorry I said that because sometimes I feel like people are scared to kind of interact with me because uh -huh. they think I'm going to get mad, but no, I want to I want to yeah. I want even my closest people that I uh, that I see every day and talk to every single day. I want everyone to 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 be open up in dialogue and I'm going to put it on the podcast for everyone to see because it's awesome when everyone's engaging. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah. shout out to Carmen. Yeah. Shout again, out, shout out yep. Brian. Yeah. Um, yep. Shout out Mark in Midtown. Mark in Midtown. Um, he, he's a socialist running for the ninth district. Look him up on Facebook, type in Mark in Midtown. I think he's like, he's like, riding a bike or something he likes he likes to ride bikes he's, all like, the time. he's got a ride chair or something. yeah he's yeah. a he's an awesome dude look him up on facebook mike in midtown mark 
Mark like, in Midtown. This guy's gonna kick my he's ass when he talks to me. I fucked up his whole stick, man. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna hate me. Um, and then I want to summarize this as well. The climate march, September twentieth at nine a.m. I'm gonna be there. Uh, I hope people can go and let me know if you're going. We'll go together because I don't have anyone to go with yet. So. Did you say you wanted to try and get like stickers or something made for the podcast? Um, I was gonna try and get stickers made, but I don't think they'll be done. By, by the time. Oh, that's fine. I yeah. mean, just in general, yeah. I could at least... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to try and get them made for the March, but I'm going to come out with some merch, obviously, yeah, for you guys. Uh, Like, not merch, but... Just like, like stickers, stickers or Stickers and pens yeah, and shit. Yeah, because yeah. I like uh, putting bumper stickers on my car, so, you know, maybe someone can do that for the show or... That'd be dope. Yeah, you yeah. know, or, or get a, some, a pin for your backpack or something. Yeah. So we're going to come out with some cool shit like that. And, you know, because I think our designs are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carmen's doing a really good job. Yeah, she's killing it. We've got a, I've got a couple other ideas um, that um, that I gave her that she gave back to me with, like, that we can incorporate our logo and shit. It's going to be really cool. Okay. Yeah, you guys yeah, will like that. Dope. Yeah, it's really cool. Next Friday. All right, next week. See you guys. See you. Hey, five stars when you listen to it, all right? Yeah, and we're going to try and get it up on Spotify and Google, right? Yeah, Spotify and Google, yeah. yeah that should yeah. be up pretty soon. All right, so. thanks, thanks for listening, guys. guys. Bye.